Today's episode is sponsored by How To ABA. If you haven't picked up on it by now, I'm assuming you listen to all of our episodes and you know that we love How To ABA. As a new BCBA, a support staff, BCABA, RBT, whatever you are, this website is money. But it doesn't cost a lot of money is the really cool thing about it. Join hundreds of other BCBAs and ABA professionals to get access to How to ABA. How to ABA is a website that has all programs you may need, resources to everything, everything that you might be wondering, how the hell do I do this? It's all there. Plus, you have access to download all the programs you may need. And if they don't have a program that you need, they will create it. For $15 a month, you can have access to the resources. And for $21 a month, this includes live webinar, including these are your CEUs you need. So for $21 a month, this will include your monthly CEUs. Also, if you can't attend the lives, the CEU webinars will be stored for a later time. Again, as a BCBA, a new BCBA, an old BCBA, there's never time to do anything. So why not find a time saver? Right now, go to howtoaba.com and sign the hell up. You could thank me later. It's behavior, bitches. Hey, guys, it's Liat and Casey. Casey, a little bit of a res- delay in your response latency, but hey, hey what's going on? Uh, Episode 24. Do you guys still want more? <laughs> Is it possible you still want more well listen i hope you do can we put a shit ton of effort to get today's episode going because i am in a rush to get to the simple plan concert you don't know what it's like to be like me to be- katie doesn't know what that is but you know my inner emo is crying for attention so i'm going to the simple plan concert that starts in one hour so, we so, guys, today's episode, first of all, is just Leah and Casey coming at you live, hot and in person as your two behavior bitches. No guest here at all. And you know what we do? I think we keep you on a variable schedule of reinforcement where sometimes there's an amazing guest and sometimes it's just us. You never wah, know what you're going to get. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. But we are so always we are so dedicated to always get these out it is fucking sunday night at 4 57 and we are making sure we do it for tomorrow the last thing after teaching a three-hour class i think both of us really had the time or um motivation to do was an episode but guess what our patreon supporters that pay us to keep this episode going they are our why okay and so is everyone else listening but i'm telling you like when there is an MO built into something, a motivating operation built in, it makes you say, I have got to do this. We are doing this because listeners need this every Monday we morning. we have listeners, we see those numbers, that's reinforcing. If we saw no one listening, we probably would have ended this shit a long ass time ago. So thank you. Today, Casey is going to tell us our five-star review of the day. Okay. That's my job. I love my job. Thank you, Leah. <laughs> My pleasure. (laughs) All right. My job, right? Five-star review of the day. This one is from M.S. Rose J. Okay. Her title was True Life. I told you to say that. I told you to say, okay? (laughs) I know. I say, so Liat and I always critique each other on what we say, like, in a, uh, like, where she says, like, and I says, okay. 
So mine is okay. And I say right. I'm like, okay, you get it right, right? And she says, and I okay. go, anyways. Okay. Just okay. a friendly little right. banter. <laughs> As current BCBA, so she's a current BCBA, she's struggling with imposter syndrome. Girlfriend, that will be a topic soon. And I'm feeling like I'm on an isolated island. Woo, me too. Hearing these beautiful ladies on my car rides to and from work makes it a little better. So relatable in real. I've cried for like 89% of the episodes. <laughs> Hashtag not real data. Thank you so much. <laughs> Hashtag love and mean it. That's a great one. Love you, you and mean it. And I think it's weird we haven't done imposter syndrome yet because like we are not taking feedback because I think every person has asked us for that and we haven't done it yet. No, it's so true. And I literally deal with this every single day of my life of the who am who are people that listen to us right like I always think this and I and then I like, like I who have gives to, a shit about us right <laughs> and then I have to think about it like well guess what we're putting ourselves out there we are stepping up to the plate and we're we're actually allowing um the opportunity to have feedback like that and I think we're real to let people know we don't know everything at oh, all. No. Like I am learning every single day when I'm like working with you guys individually, when you ask questions, I'm like, oh, good point. I didn't think of that. And that is just the science in general. We should always be learning. And as always, guys, got to say this, you know, it's our responsibility. Please check out our Patreon. Consider becoming a Patreon member. That is what keeps us going and supports these episodes. Um, you could find us on Instagram at Behavior Bitches Podcast. You could find us on Facebook, Behavior Bitches Podcast, Patreon.com slash Behavior Bitches Podcast. Do you guys and see guess that? Guess what, we guys? Guess what? What? I need to shout out Rosie.eats. Okay. Because her husband. Okay. Oh, shit. I said it again. I need to shout out Rosie.eats because instead of filler statements, her husband, Alan, <laughs> she reached out to us and goes, I am so sick and tired of hearing about you guys not having a website that I must have my husband help you guys. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, we're going to figure it out one day. Please don't like think he has to do that. She goes, it's his pleasure. He really like enjoys you guys as well and really just wants to help. So Rosie.eats. I love you. Love your husband, Alan. They sent us a mock-up for our webpage, and you guys just wait. He was able to link all of our episodes, all of our Instagram and social media accounts, and we're going to work with him and have an episode come and a website coming to you guys real soon. And there's nothing I love more than someone who takes action. Like, we are in no place to be denying help for the effing website, Casey. So I don't know. If I would have known that you were saying no, 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 I would have been like, what the F are you doing? Like, yes, yes, yes. I never said no. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I, no, I so never amazing. said no. Well, you said no, we're going to get to it. Like, we oh, are... we were saying it on our, what we're saying is on our, on our podcast. We oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're like, yeah, we're totally going to get there. It's going to be perfect soon. It's like a running joke. And this guy and this his wife and him, they are so a freaking cute. Intervention. They did an intervention. They literally were like, screw this. You guys are insane. Stop it. <laughs> All right, guys. But, I don't, I don't want to rush anything. Yeah, go, go, go. It's important. But again, I got to get to the Simple Plan concert. But I don't want you guys feeling like this time is not valuable still. It is. And you know what? I would miss Simple Plan for you guys. At least maybe the intro or the opening act, but the rest of that I really want to see. So today's podcast, we're going back and forth on a few different topics, and 
something I always think about in my everyday life and is a common book that I'm sure whether you're a behavior analyst or not, you have picked up or heard or just picked up parts of in some capacity. And that book is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And that book, essentially, if you read it through the eyes of a behavior analyst, is what we will be doing today is explaining at least part one of it, because there's so many amazing things in it um, that someone can pick up. But if you look at the book, it's really, you can explain everything and translate it into behavioral terms. So some of the behavioral principles we'll be covering today are reinforcement, the immediacy of reinforcement motivating operations, antecedents, the four-term contingency, operant behavior, private events, preference assessments, reinforcer assessments, punishment, to name a few. And I'm sure you'll be hearing a lot more things along the way. And today's episode is going to be a shit show of an episode, but what's more fun than a shit show of an episode when you're doing it with us? It's Sunday so night. We are here together. And guess what? We both read this book and we said it is our friggin' duty to bring it to you all and break it down behaviorally because, as they say, the most successful leaders all have one effing thing in common. What is it, Liat? Do you know? They all have read the book. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? Okay. Oh there's a lot of different things here. I'm like, Casey, oh. don't put this shit on me, okay? It's so stressful, I know. But you got to mention this book, which is is really cool. It um, it mentions B.F. Skinner in it, which what? So that brings us to our first principle, right? So we're gonna. I just want to say real quickly, there's over thirty principles in this book, and so guess what? We can't do that all in one episode. So guess what? You're stuck with us for a lot of it. But we want to break down part one. Part one, Liat. I want you to go into what the uh, whole thing about part one is. So part one, the principle is don't criticize, condemn, or complain. And this is also talking a lot about our feedback in general that we give individuals. So whether you are a supervising BCBA, you are the manager at 7-Eleven, you are, you know, supervising people in a group project that you're doing for college classes, I don't give a shit. The point is the type of feedback we give is so important. So that's where it goes with saying, don't criticize, condemn, or complain. And it actually further talks about, in the book, it actually says, world famous psychologist, B.F. Skinner. Did he like to be called a psychologist? He's my boyfriend. I mean, just because, I mean, you could be like a behaviorist psychologist, but I just feel like we always learn about this as being mentalistic. So I'm just like, you know, but okay. So world famous psychologist, B.F. Skinner, Prove that an animal rewarded for good behavioral for good behavior will learn much faster and retain what he learns far more effectively than if an animal is punished for bad behavior. Since then, further studies have shown that this same principle applies to humans as well. Criticizing criticizing others doesn't yield anything positive. So this is nothing new that us behavior analysts didn't already know. We could get so much further by reinforcing a behavior we like to see as opposed to criticizing what we don't like to see. So an example of this would be if I didn't like that Casey said, okay, I actually like that you say, okay, and I think it's cute. But if I didn't like that she said, okay, I probably wouldn't call it out. I would 
probably reinforce an alternative behavior. Like Casey, you were saying you were getting so to the point. That's amazing, right? I mean, I actually don't mind that she says it, so I'm not going to put her on any DRA, differential reinforcement of alternative behavior. But that's a great way to give feedback is to let people know what you want to see more of. Skinner did this with animals. If you push this button, you'll get food. If you don't, you're not going to get anything, right? It's so, so true. I mean, if you think about human behavior in general, think about what you do with your husband, your child. When you reinforce, right, you give this amazing feedback to um, the behaviors you want to see, you're going to see more of them. It's like human freaking behavior to the T. If and I'm the worst at that. I literally am like, you're smoking again. You do realize that. Oh, right? all you do is punish Eliron. Like, always not when I was there. <laughs> it's like I talk all this shit on the podcast, like, yeah, but like, I'm like, okay, I'm not saying anything. You just do realize that you are smoking again, right? Okay, get it. <laughs> like that is not what you should be doing. I need to reinforce him when he's doing anything else. Like, like when Eliron's cooking dinner or cooking these amazing smoothies for you, I saw him bring you in something, right? He just did something amazing. I just like witnessed this through video. You go, thank you so much for doing that, right? Like reinforce and strengthen those behaviors you want to see versus saying what you don't want to see. All right, I get it. It's so much easier. It's it really is. It's a lot easier to call out someone and criticize them when you don't like what they're doing, but that does not help people learn and it is not strengthening behavior. So that is principle number one. Do not criticize, condemn, or complain. Okay. You need to call them out for what they are doing right. Strengthen that behavior first and then see what happens. And also the book puts it as in the book, it says criticism is futile because it puts a person on the defensive and usually makes them strive to justify themselves. So I remember that even when I was getting feedback as I was never an RBT. So I guess as a tech, it'd be like, you know that you needed to uh, reinforce that right there. And automatically you're like, oh no, but I was waiting to see if they were going to respond to do this, blah, 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 right? As opposed to being like catching me doing the correct reinforcement. If you say, Liat, I love that you did that right then. Trust me, I'll do that shit again. You guys have told us what you like for our podcast that it's a little quicker in the beginning. Tell us what you like. When you write us a negative review, that's like, fuck you bitches, you guys talk forever in the beginning. I'm just like, fuck you, motherfucker. Thank you for that. <laughs> Bye, right? But when you tell us, like, I love the way you guys get to it. I love when you give the real examples of this. I'll do more of that shit, right? So every single thing we do is based on that. So when you are working with people and you want to be a leader, think about reinforcing the good things that you see. So that is just one principle taken out of the book. They write it as a big overall term of don't criticize, condemn, or complain, and basically use reinforcement. And guess what? Wait, to back up, a not guess what, but to back up, um, this part one we're talking about is the fundamental techniques in handling people, okay? So we're going to go through the three principles. We just went through principle one. So second principle is give honest and sincere appreciation. Sincere. Sincere. What did I say? Sincere. <laughs> it's, that, <laughs> it's that New England accent. I love it. Keep going. I feel so rushed that I feel like I keep like stumbling over my words. So Give it's all honest good. and sincere appreciation. Okay. So when you are giving feedback or giving, um, you know, appropriate, honest 
appreciation to your staff or your students or whoever it may be. It doesn't matter like what you may think is right. You need to look at what they want, right? So you need to give people what they want. Exactly. And this brings up another, or the third principle actually, which we'll get deeper into it, is arousing the other person an eager want. And so with that is, I don't need to think about what I want in a situation. Every person is thinking what they want. And it actually, if you look at it behaviorally, it really does go back to our unconditioned reinforcers. Everything essentially goes back to our hierarchy of needs or our unconditioned reinforcers that we need. And those, you know, the unconditioned reinforcers of sleep, sex, food, oxygen, uh, water. What am I forgetting? Removal of pain, right? Yeah. What else am I forgetting there? There's a lot, but yeah, yeah there's nine. Sleep, oxygen, removal of pain. Activity, activity, activity is one of them. Oh my God, look at Ellie Runs Thank now. You. Can Thank you, you please Ellie reinforce Run. your husband Ellie right Run, now? I love when you bring me stuff. Thank you so much. Ellie Runs just bought me a drink to yeah. um, antecedently prepare for the Simple Plan concert. And so right now, instead of saying, Ellie Run, I don't like when you're smoking cigarettes, you could say, thank you so much for engaging in the behavior I want to see. Right? Yeah, but if I use like that technological jargon, he'd be like, you're just behavior analysting me. Just, you know, like, you have to say I'd be like, you. I love when you bring me a drink. Yeah, thanks. And then give him a, a nice, uh, you know. Casey, uh, literally, <laughs> I barely have time to breathe right now. So, so guys, this is real life happening. So this is, okay, I just want to like really take a step back. I know Liat's like, I got to go to this concert, but real life is happening all the time. So this stuff that we're talking about for behavior, especially <laughs> Leon's face is sick. She probably just had the worst taste of whatever she was tasting. This drink, he is like literally trying to like drug you. Drug me. <laughs> but anyways, back to it is that you have got to like, um, think about providing reinforcement. It doesn't have to be, oh, because you did this, right? Just give him some non-contingent reinforcement. In between. My, like my husband needs that all the time. He's like, can you just say one thing to me a day that you love about me? That's all I need. I'm like, yeah, absolutely I can. Um, and so finding out what is the most appropriate um, feedback to give someone, right? Is very, very, very important, especially when you're trying to be a good leader or you're trying to like have good staff, you want to know what these people are working for. Are they there because they have four children and they can't like, they have no money and they can't live. Do they, what do they need? Are they there because they are, you know, they have no kids and they're just there because they um, like just their, their parents pay for everything and they're just there for no reason. What is their motivation? Well, there's gotta be some reason. So in the book, when it talks about this, principle and they call this the um arouse and others like the oh yeah now we're on the three guys sorry yeah we're skipping around and eager want um in the book it talks about it says what do you want not many things but the few things that you do wish you crave with an insistence that will not be denied some of the things most people want include health and the preservation of life okay that is right? So health is a important one. Food, sleep, money, and the things money will buy. That is not an unconditioned reinforcer. That is a conditioned reinforcer. But, but it's fucking money valuable. Gives us, yes, because money gives us access to all those other unconditioned reinforcers. 
sexual gratification, the well-being of our children, a feeling of importance. And in here, Freud talks about, he calls the one thing that is seldomly gratified is the desire to be great. Now, I'm trying to think behaviorally what we would call that because that sounds so, okay. much more mentalistic. So the desire to be great, I can say this right now. All that takes is some positive reinforcement over and over and over again to make you feel great. Like, do you not feel that when you get like really good feedback? Oh, all the time. I like it. Like when I get someone going, Casey, you changed my way of studying. Your, I just got this email from someone from another country. I love watching you. I love your um, the way you teach. You are now making my studying more enjoyable and knowledgeable. I'm like, I could cry and end my life right now. I'm so happy. Like literally <laughs> that feeling of importance. I'm trying to think what the function would be. Attention. Well, oh, attention, duh. I'm like, hello. Also, I get this little, I do get this like feeling in my heart sometimes, like these little like bubbly feelings when people will be like, what you have done has completely changed my life. It is like right. a little it's bit, not, there is yeah, some I, like sensory like component to it. I start like feeling little tingles or like I'm like But if, if it wasn't the attention factor, I don't think you'd feel the same. I wonder. Right. Good well, question. exactly. So, but so I want to read, funny. I want to read a quote by Dale Carnegie, who was the author of this book. He said, Arouse in the other person an eager want. He who can do this has the whole world within him. He who cannot walks a lonely way. Behavioral translation, manipulate the MO. So we look at a four-term contingency. What the F is valuable to this person? This person has recently this is a background information this person has recently been in an abusive relationship this guy made this person feel like absolute shit like she knows nothing like she's idiotic so right there just feeling out the situation you know i didn't realize i was doing this shit always by the way also before i studied behavior but i just was always like pretty socially up on these things i could sense what someone was needing right so it's like this person's been brought down this person is probably gonna find a lot of value in me building them up, right? So this person's really gonna like me saying like, holy shit, you're smart as shit. No one could ever do that. I'm so amazed the way you do that. Wow, right? That's really valuable to that person. Whereas there's someone who already knows they're amazing and brilliant. Like if I was working with Bill Gates, I probably wouldn't try motivate him with money because he already has that, right? I'm not like this project. So I have to find out what's motivating for each person. So let's go back to this four-term contingency. This girl has been abused, talked to like she was a piece of shit. The SD is I am there. I'm available to give her reinforcement, right? Behavior. She engages in X behavior. Let's say she um, creates the most amazing spreadsheet to organize all of everyone signed up in the collective. I don't know, something, whatever it is. And the consequence is I reinforce the shit out of her and tell her how amazing she is. I'm figuring out what that person needed. That is highly valuable to her in that moment. So we need to remember, it's not about what we want. It's about what the other individual wants, right? So that is what we need to remember when we are working with people all the time, figure out what is motivating to them. And remember, what is valuable to you may not be valuable to other people. Like, for example, I don't give a F who Simple Plan is. I would never want to go to this concert for the rest of my life. I'd give two shits about it. But guess what's valuable to me? The Patriots are playing. 
right? And I'm like, get me off this podcast so I can go watch my team. So <laughs> two different MOs, right? She wants to go see Simple Plan probably because she lost her fingers and that's like very emo. I want to <laughs> ah, ah. um, go watch the um, Patreon. Yeah, I had lost my fingers in high school when I listened to this, okay? Ah, that's fine, whatever. I actually do miss you though. I kind of just want to like snuggle you again. Come on over. I could give you one of these nasty drinks I'm drinking. <laughs> Your face is so And horrible. this time I'm not pregnant, so we could like drink or do whatever we want. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey. What is the, so that's the third term, four-term contingency. Okay, perfect. So right there, we are not able, we aren't able to make real changes by criticizing people. This is an overview. And we're instead often met with resentment. When we criticize, we're met with resentment. So if you initiate or, or implement a positive punishment procedure, which would be criticizing in this instance, right? And you're not, and you're met with resistance. Of course you are, right? It's important to remember that when dealing with people, we are dealing not with creatures of logic, but with creatures of emotion who are motivated, MO, by pride and ego hashtag private events that's an overview of part one of the book right so those are obviously like we can't say oh none of those things are true it's mentalistic right that is definitely a more mentalistic um approach to explaining these behavioral things like people are by pride and ego that is very freudian and we would then break it down further we could look at and on an individual basis for the individual, what is motivating them, right? We would say, this person is doing it because they just enjoy. Um, and Leah, they, I have a question for you. What, how huh. would we determine what motivates someone? What could we conduct? A preference assessment. What? What does this person like? What is valuable to them? If you ask um, your staff, if you, if you conduct, like say you just put out a little survey and say, um, what do you guys like the most, right? And they write back, uh, gas card, uh, good parking card, good, yeah. Vacation. And then you use that, and then you actually apply it as a reinforcer assessment where you actually test out for the month of May, everyone who hits 10 hours of whatever, I'm just throwing out an example. You get $25 gas card. Are they gonna work that much? You want them to work or should we test something else? Right. And now see if time off is more valuable. That's a component analysis. Okay. That's comparing different interventions to see what is more valuable. But when you think about this, if you've got to know, you've got to know your population and your, like what they want. It is, you cannot assume that because I want this, Joe wants that. You've got to make sure that you are paying attention to what everyone wants. And that is true in so many different types of, even when I'm tutoring, right? I know that X may want me to teach them this, but Y may want me to teach them that. And if I just taught all my students X, that is not valuable to them, right? Or if I were to say all these like critiques to them versus these motivating reinforcing statements, what's who's to say they're gonna work harder? Exactly. It's just like a, a feeling of being discouraged. So, um, by the way, this, I think I printed this outline was already shitty to start with my printer. I had a binder on the printer and so like nothing came out in order. So like I might be skipping the shit around, but I, either way, I'm going to things that I think are valuable to cover. So Casey, try find me. Oh yeah. I'm just calling you out right now. Stop moving yeah. your microphone like that. <laughs> it's only creating I, noise. 
I like to move it because I feel like yeah, well, um, then take it off the stand. No, I didn't mean to. I know you're right. Thank you. Um, but you should also tell me something good that I'm doing. Your pink shirt looks great with your skin. It's literally the only shirt I wear. I know. <laughs> okay. So another thing that they talk about in the book, which I think is really interesting, is um, about the idea. And we talk about this with reinforcement also. And again, I'm skipping around, but guys, just deal with this ADHD today because it was either like we deliver you a kind of all over the place episode or nothing at all. So you take what you get and you don't get upset. Um, and yeah. so I want to talk about the importance of when you're giving reinforcement. We talk about this, about the magnitude and the sincerity you use, right? Anyone ever been around that therapist who's like, good job, Jacob. I like the way you threw the bow. Like right Cute. there, just me being me. I would be like, I'm never throwing the ball again. <laughs> like that bitch is annoying. Okay. From the get go. And so in the book, they actually talk about when you're giving this praise and appreciation to other people, when, you know, creating relationships about, they say flattery comes from the tongue. Appreciation comes from the heart. Wow. I love that. And that is obviously a more mentalistic way of putting it, but it's true. We could give sincere reinforcement. Like, dude, that is awesome. Like, you killed that. Is much and, and, more. And also, what I would say on that point is, give what you would want, right? Like, but what you would want, but what also you what they want. would want. But, but also, saying, but like, but like, give exactly. But like, say if you're a person, right? And would you want like, oh my god, Leon, your pink shirt is so beautiful. Or would you want right, me to be like, like yeah. sincere and say? Yeah, that pink shirt looks really great with your cool skin tone. <laughs> what are you trying to say there, Casey? I like your skin tone. Thank you. I actually put on fake spray tanser, tanner last night, um, but it's not really showing up. I know. It kind of just made my upper lip look darker, so I had to like put <laughs> makeup okay. on. So yeah, you have like, a mustache. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But no, you guys got to match that. Like, so you want to be sincere and honest, right? And that is a big part of it. Yeah, people could feel that. Like whether you're working with a kid with autism or, or you're working with a person who just works for you in general, it doesn't matter. Like if it's, it's annoying. sincere. Yeah, sincere. And um in here it also talks about the idea and I think this is just like an important idea behavioral or not. Everyone thinks that everyone else is worried about them. Okay? Let me break the news for you guys. No one gives a shit about anyone else but themselves. Okay, so you think everyone knows about your breakup you had and everyone's judging. They might have heard about it for one second, but everyone really goes back to worrying about themselves. And so in the in the book, they actually wrote, day in and day out, we spend most of our time thinking about ourselves. But if we stop thinking about ourselves for a bit and start thinking about other people's strengths, we wouldn't have to resort to cheap flattery and we could offer honest, sincere appreciation, which is like the best feedback ever. When someone really points out something that, and it helps you realize like that's a strength of mine, right? So like working with Casey, I would say we are just a great team. Our chemistry is like if I had found a her and a man before I met Eliron, I like would have married her for sure. I'm like, dying. Sweet. I'm like dying over here. That was that, that was sincere. <laughs> yeah. Um, but to, to the idea that, you know, I think that we're both really good at first of all, we could give each other feedback in a way of like, 
Dude, you went on, you were rambling the fuck on in class. And we do, guys, I hope you know that, like, you don't know this on the inside of the podcast, but her and I will text each other and be like, move on the fuck on to the next topic, or stop saying like, like, or she'll be like, Casey, stop doing this. Like, we do that because we appreciate and we can give each other sincere feedback that we trust and we now, like, her giving it to me, right? I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. She's right. Right. Like, but you created a a rapport. Remember, you got to pair with someone from the beginning. You don't go in straight and be like, I don't like the way that you say, oh, cur, right? (laughs) Or scallop. (laughs) Scallop. Right. Like, you create this rapport first and you pair with an individual. And so you could, you know, and when you get feedback from that person, you really care about the value of their opinion. It means a lot. But the idea is that, you know, People are thinking about themselves. So you need to think about what they're thinking about to offer them something very sincere. And um, furthermore, it goes into talking about how to win people over to your way of thinking. And if you guys think about this as behavior analysts, we're trying to do this all the time. We're trying to win people over to respond the way we want them to in certain situations. We're manipulating, we're doing different antecedent interventions such as high P, low P, right? High probability, like answering, asking them easy questions to get them going and then following up with something more difficult. And guess what, guys? What? How to get people to like you is going to be our next part two of the episode. So now you have to stay tuned for that because right now, Part one was what we want to talk and we want to, we want to build you guys up with behavior momentum. So that right now you're like, so tuned in, you're going to read the book. Part one, you're going to wait, wait for us to do part two. Liat can go to simple plan. Um, I can go watch the Patriots. Alan can go jack off whatever he needs to do. <laughs> All right. He's our, he's our, um, Hi, Alan. he's our producer. Um, Already did but that. overall, <laughs> he does that every episode to us it's odd <laughs> but yolo um but we i if i don't cut liat off like so that's how we work together right I mean, liat yeah. and i work together well or she'll keep going i'll cut her off if i'm going too long she'll cut me off we are i really do agree the most perfect match in history of ever history i love you i love you too um guys so literally we're gonna end it right there and I hope that you took from today, just at least if it's sometimes short and sweet is to the we point. We never do short, short and sweet. So we're trying this new thing of like 30 minutes and under, and I'm sure we're still not 30 minutes and under, but I, w- I was watching a uh, feedback on podcasts and it's like, ours are sometimes over an hour and over an hour is a lot. So we're trying right now to give you a, but we a also, like, by the way, we're also matching it to our field that people are working in. People are driving for effing ever. So they're like, thank God I have something to listen to forever. Um, but anyway, so if you took anything away from today, this was short, sweet, but if you took anything from it, realize the importance of reinforcement over punishment or negative statements. You could get so much further by saying what you like, what someone is doing so they could do more of it. And you want to teach them the right behavior. If you're telling them what you don't want to see, right? You're not teaching them an appropriate behavior. So you need to reinforce the right behavior. It's way more valuable than the wrong behavior in punishing. Okay. And what else did I say? The sincerity of your feedback is so important. Think from the other person's perspective, what is valuable to them before you start thinking, oh, well, this is valuable for me that I need this done right now. 
think what is valuable to them so that you could make this something that they want to do and create a positive environment altogether. Again, guys, we wanted an episode out there. There's an episode out there for you. You could love it, hate it. Let us know what you think. Um, and that's a lot today, I think. Also, right? can I say this one thing last yeah. before we end? To everyone out there listening who sends us the most kindest messages on Instagram, on Facebook, it means more than you could ever know. Like this podcast started as just a little dream of Leah and I wanting to like talk and whatever. And it has turned into so much more than I ever thought could ever be. Um, and we have an amazing Patreon following who helps us produce this every day so that we can actually pay Alan because sometimes we can't, <laughs> which he probably knows. <laughs> so, so like we need that support and thank you guys for listening and telling your friends and all this stuff. It means so much to us. Like I could, I could cry. So thank you. Oh, please don't. We literally, I have to get to the Simple Plan concert. All right, bye. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Find us on Instagram, Behavior Bitches Podcast, Facebook, Behavior Bitches Podcast. You're so As bad. always, love you. Mean it. Hey guys, it's Liat. And Casey. We just want to take a second to let you know that if you're thinking of being a millennial like us, and starting your own podcast, there is a way. You can do your show without having to become an audio editing and production wizard, because guess what? We don't know shit with that. But we have Alan at Pretty Easy Podcast who helped us get started. He records our shows, he posts them, he adds awesome, awesome music and cool shit when we don't even know what he's doing. He sends us teaser episodes. He does it all. We just sit here and friggin' talk. We shoot the shit and you can record from home, your office, the park, a bathroom stall at work. It doesn't matter. He provides the complete podcast studio. All you need is a microphone and you're good. Alan caters to your schedule and gives you a producer for your show at your beck and call. He has been super flexible with our schedule. Whenever we need Super. him, we go to Google Calendar. We just book him and he does all the hard work. It's like so incredibly easy. That's why it's probably called Pretty Easy Podcast. So be heard and have some fun podcasting like us. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com today. Today.